Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Basil Hayden's. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how you doing today? You know, doing pretty good. Slightly dethawing after this past week yeah. of warmer weather. Warmed up a little, bad. yeah, warmed up a little bit, but uh, um, thank goodness. Uh, but as we know, whiskey is good in all weathers, so even yeah. though it's a little warmer, we're still going to enjoy some great whiskey today. I'm really excited about this, so why don't we just jump in, tell the folks out there, Andy, everything they need to know about Basil Hayden's. Of course. So Basil Hayden's we've covered kind of twice before already, once in its own standalone episode, and then another in... Um, that was the specific Basil Hayden's episode was episode 12 for us, Spicy Transplant. But um, we've also covered them kind of more broadly and the distillery more broadly in episode 9 for us, Lucky Number 7, um, was the title of that one when we covered Jim Bean sure. as a distillery. Um, but just kind of a... So if you want the full breakdown of it all, like that's where you're going to find it. Yeah, go check it out. Um, but kind of just like a brief transplant or a, a brief overview recap whatever of it all um you know this was a brand uh, actually that was established by that distillery in 1992 it was actually if i recall correctly the first of their four small batch um bourbons that they have so uh basil hayden's bookers knob creek and bakers okay. that they have um that portfolio Good company. Yeah, really good company to be in. Um, and it was a brand that they they named it after uh, Basil Hayden, who was a former... I don't know that he did anything for Jim Beam or any distillery that preceded what became the Jim Beam Distillery on site. But he was a former uh, distiller in the 1700s who transplanted from uh, Maryland to Kentucky to be making... Um, to begin making what he was hoping would become a great bourbon and see what he could do to make this happen, you know, with what he had available in Kentucky. Sure. Cause he had already done a lot of stuff distilling and everything in Maryland and had, I think had a, had a name for himself made there. Cool. So kind of wanted to set out for a new area. Um, and it was something that because of his Maryland heritage, uh, distilling there which is a state that used a lot of rye mm. if not made exclusively rye whiskeys um in the state that's what they're known a lot for okay. uh it resulted in him making a high rye bourbon which for you know those times in kentucky when you were using a lot more like wheat and corn those types of grains in it uh that was very unusual for them to do gotcha in the area uh so it, and then it was something that you know because he set up in like the mid to late 1700s he actually did help provision the american army during the revolutionary war hmm. um it was something you know that he, he helped george washington get some of those rations for like the cold winter months and everything or distill those for them during the war oh gotcha um and so you know definitely played a key part in not just distilling history in America, but, you know, American history, <laughs> largely there. Um, and then it was actually Basil's grandson, uh, Raymond Hayden, that also f that ended up founding the Old Granddad Distillery 
I forget where that was historically located at in Kentucky. Um, but that was a distillery that later on would end up being taken over by Jim Beam and his distillery and everything. So that's basically the history, brief recap of Basil Hayden's as a kind of the history of them and everything. Um, cool. Are we ready for the, to try this new one out? Uh, yeah, sure. So yeah, talk, talk us through it a little bit. Yeah. So I'll talk a little bit through it. Um, it uses their Jim Beam's standard uh, mash bill. It's a 63% corn, 27 rye, 10 malted barley. Heck yeah. Um, this one, specific one we're trying today, it's their uh, red wine cask finished um, offering in the lineup. So this one won't be age stated explicitly, but is bottled at 80 proof uh, for them. Okay. So 40% ABV. And it's one of if I recall correctly, one of their newer ones that they've released mm-hmm. yeah. in the lineup, because you, of course, have Basil Hayden's, just a regular one, but, like, you've got toast, malted rye, of course, the uh, red rind cask finish, yeah. um, dark rye, and then a 10-year, and maybe a couple other ones that they have had in the past or have now. For uh, sure. Yeah, this is definitely a newer one. I saw it uh, released, and I, I don't know, I just didn't, didn't pull the trigger on it, but I'm, I'm yeah. glad that you got it. So now we can uh, we can give it a taste because I think it's gonna be. I'm hoping this is gonna be good. I'm envisioning. So I'm not. I don't I haven't tried it yet. So I'm just saying going in. I'm envisioning kind of like an Angel's Envy type yeah. feel to it. I feel or, like anybody. So it'll that be uses, interesting to see yeah. how it kind of compares. I feel like anybody that uses wine casks sure. and bourbon, that's who you're gonna be absolutely put up against is Angel's for, Envy for sure. Well, let's uh, do the tasting. As always, we're gonna start with the nose. You can get a little bit of the some hints of like the the wine cask. Yeah, you um, can you can kind of get that wine cask in there because they use not... California red wine barrels for it. Gotcha. I should say that too. Oh yeah. So uh, are you picking up anything in the nose? Not really. Yeah, I mean, it's really complex. just kind of it's kind of all just that like non-complex but like very stereotypical Basil Hayden's. Or bourbon nose with a little bit of complexity coming from those red wine barrels, getting like a little bit of that nose flavor. For sure. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Huh. Interesting. I feel like I can really taste the... I can taste the wine barrels. Oh, yeah. I really notice it. Yeah, I, I get that a lot too in it. Um, he definitely, I don't know like which type of red wine they used. I was like just, just going to ask you, do we know it's like a port wine or like they don't, it doesn't say? All they said, all they say on the bottle here is a secondary finished, and I couldn't find anything online. Yeah. But all they say is secondary finished in California, red wine casks. Uh, the special release is right with fruits that they say you should be able to get of like cherries and other dried fruits. And maybe some charred oak, vanilla. Hmm. I kind of get the fruit. I kind of get the. I get the fruit. Maybe some notes or oak in there that sure. I would typically get off of a Jim Beam. Yeah, product. I wasn't really getting much vanilla. I didn't think. Me neither. Yeah, on it. I like it. I mean, yeah. um, How much did this run you? This one, I want to say it was like fifty-ish, fifty or fifty-five bucks. <coughs> yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I definitely for how it tastes. I think it's, yeah. it's worth it. Absolutely. Pretty good. 
I mean, it, it's because it's in the like that would put it in the same price point as Angel's Envy. Sure. Um, Angel's Envy, slightly higher proof. Personally, the other two, I think I'd rather have Angel's Envy over this. Yeah. But it, this is definitely, if you can get your hands on it for like 50 ish bucks sure. or basically retail, like. I wouldn't pass it up yeah. if you can't get Angel's Envy. For sure. If you like Angel's Envy, you'll like this. I yeah. do agree with you. I think I would prefer Angel's Envy. Um, it just kind of depends. I just, Angel's Envy, that, that, that's tough competition though. Like that's a really yeah. good brand. For the, yeah. For the wine finished. For sure. Finished bourbons. Like that's, I feel like that's the benchmark everything gets compared to. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to every episode of Distilled Discussions. Share us on uh, social media. Follow us on Instagram. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week, and uh, pour yourself another whiskey. We'll be here to drink with you next week.